All right, we are live. Welcome back. I have a very, very special guest with me today, Michelle Long, who leads our Walmart advertising team here at Sendo. There is really nobody um, other than Michelle who has the expertise on our team, or better expertise, I shall say, um, with all things regarding Walmart advertising. And of course, she's geared herself with an incredible team <laughs> behind her. But Michelle, I will let you introduce yourself further. Yeah, well, I don't know if I can get much better than that, um, but I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I, I get to lead an amazing team of media buyers here at Vendo, and we live, breathe Walmart Connect. So all things sponsored search and display for our brands, we, we really assist them um, and, and kind of guide them in their strategy overall. So our main focus really is sponsored search. Um, and then in secondary, we focus on display as well. Amazing. So Michelle, I feel like when we were at a few conferences last year in Vegas, we were talking about um, just some new WMC updates that were rolling our way. And it seems like since then, they've almost doubled in terms of what Walmart has as their plans for um, this year in terms of Walmart advertising and really expanding that. So I'm sure you're excited by that yeah. um, Walmart advertising for a bit here. Um, what is what is it like for you having all of these new updates roll out so quickly here? Well, it's amazing. I will say um, I started this journey for our team back in 2019. Um, and so it's just been a roller coaster. I know I started my training actually on Amazon and then it was just we had such a strong need for a real focus on everything Walmart Connect because it was so new. It wasn't even called Walmart Connect at that point. Um, and our brands really needed us to to help understand and to lead that piece. So all the updates are so exciting. We've just been itching um, to get closer and closer to the Amazon capabilities because um, we know just the more robust targeting we can do, the more we can sell and the better we can support our brand. So it's all super exciting. I know we've already had a couple updates roll out this year, um, which I'm excited to talk about today. But all in all, I mean, I think it's just we keep learning and growing, um, and I know it's a super big focus for Walmart this year as well, as they know their brands and, and their supplier partners are really itching to have more control um, and to be able to really push the, the window and get closer to Amazon capabilities overall. Amazing, and yeah, that definitely gives us the upper hand here at Vendo, being a team that's integrated very yeah. closely on both the Walmart and the Amazon side, because of course, we've had a few years now to yeah. really develop some of these strategies on the Amazon side with some of these updates already being in place. So um, Michelle and team are able to capitalize on that very early on when these updates are released and have that strategy mapped out um, with her and her team so that we could propel these brands um, forward right at the launch of some of these new initiatives. So Michelle, let's just hop right on into it then. Um, one of the bigger updates, sponsored brands, so previously known as Search Brand Amplifiers. Hmm, wonder why they renamed it Sponsored Brands, right? That sounds a little bit familiar. Um, yeah. Walmart did rebrand them last year. They are available to both 3P and 1P sellers. And a huge call out is that at the end of the year, we will have new to brand metrics available. Michelle, what is that gonna do um, overall for brands in analyzing their new to brand growth overall? Yeah, so it hit at the end of last year. So we've already started pulling in some data. And what's been really exciting to see is that even our brands that are pretty far into the Walmart life cycle, meaning they've been on Walmart for several years, they've been in stores, they're still driving a very high percentage of new to brand customers. 
Um, we even have a brand right now, um, you know, looking at the February data that had 100% new to brand order rate from their sponsored brand campaign. So I highly, highly recommend if you're not testing sponsored brands right now, get on and get on early. Um, there is one caveat compared to sponsored products, there is like a bid minimum and that starts at a dollar CPC. Um, so get in early as we know those CPCs are going to climb. We're going to get closer and closer to Amazon as the year progresses and competition increases. Um, so yeah, I just really encourage it. I know we've just seen such strong results and with the new to brand metrics available, you can see there's been a shift in strategy and how we view this and how our brands view this as well as it's just we're not just focusing you know, on impressions, but we're focusing on longer tail keyword strategies, expanding across more category targeting um, overall to drive that new to brand customer um, number up. Um, but yeah, overall really good metrics so far. I will say uh, we're seeing about an average of about 70% new to brand order percentage from our sponsored brand campaigns. Um, but I will say you have to remember that's stretching across almost every category in Walmart. Um, so your average will likely depend on the category you're in, the competition, kind of your brand life cycle within Walmart as well. So make sure you take some of that into consideration too when you're reviewing those metrics. Definitely. A couple questions for you on that, Michelle. One, obviously rolling out at the end of last year now, how have you seen CPCs change even thus far now that of course more brands are getting equated into using sponsored brands? And then secondly, which categories have you seen perform the best um, in the sponsored brands realm? Yeah, um, so those are really good questions. I will say um, the category we've seen perform best um, really depends on the retail price of your SKU too, right? With that um, CPC starting at a dollar, we know some of our grocery brands that have lower retails don't see typically as strong of a return as some of our higher retail items and toys and general merchandise and some of those other spaces. So I will say performance tends to lean towards where your retail falls, um, which I know we're all pretty used to seeing. Um, but, and can you remind me your first question? <laughs> yes, and then in terms of the category, I think you already answered it, um, but CPCs in general, now yeah. that it has been released for a bit, how have those changed? Yeah, um, so that's a great question. I will, see, uh, I will say, honestly, we haven't seen the, the expected uptick that we anticipated. I really assumed that because we got these additional metrics that the competition would just start rolling in. But I, I do think that we're still in the early phases of where CPCs will go. Um, we have seen some slight upticks in different categories, maybe about 10%. Um, but really, you know, some of that's also attributed to the new year, new you, and some of those other things that we've seen uh, Walmart focusing on within the new year. Absolutely. And then that 70% new to brand, very similar in terms of the rates that we see on Amazon. So uh, correlationally, again, a lot of learnings that we can take from Amazon themselves. And then hopefully Walmart's going to give us um, some more data so that we can really break down, you know, new versus repeat customers and then evaluate customer acquisition costs a lot more precisely. And then back that into um, lifetime value for accounts. So we could really see where it makes sense to continue to invest for some of these customers that are going to return um, at a six-month return rate. So super yeah. excited for that, Michelle. I'm sure the reporting side of things is really going to develop as well. Yeah, yeah, we're super excited. And just like you said, the more the more KPIs we get, the better media buyers we're going to be and, and the more sales we can drive for our brand. So just waiting on Walmart to keep making those releases. I know the rumor is 
new to brand is coming to sponsored products. Now I haven't, of course we haven't been given a date on that, but um, hopefully within this year, because I know that'll be a game changer. Um, so we can really start keeping up and, and looking at those metrics for sponsored products as well. Absolutely. That's great to hear. All right. Transitioning a little bit and again, a connected topic, but self-managed brand stores. So if you guys have, are, have been familiar with brand stores or category pages, all of these things that you can buy into with Walmart Connect in the past, those were previously limited to only manage WMC campaigns. And the price tag was pretty heavy, right, Michelle? Like upwards yeah. of 100K. Um, yep. Obviously, didn't make much sense from an efficiency standpoint. Was definitely a larger brand awareness play. But now having these brand stores and hopefully being able to drive sponsored brands back to these brand stores eventually. Talk about yep. what it, that is going to change the game for for Walmart.com. Yeah. Um, so all those great points. I think one, it's it's really Walmart is starting to give the supplier back some of that control that we see that they're able to do on Amazon, right? We know that we leverage brand stores for all brands and, and it's just such a curated shopping experience for the customer. And that's what we're most excited about for Walmart is I'm excited to see how this is going to impact our conversion rates. If this is going to lead to stronger conversions, just because it is going to be a better experience for the shopper. Um, and to back up a little bit for those who don't know, Right now, our sponsored brand ads are limited to um, a curated shelf page. So essentially, when you click on that ad, you're driving to a URL that shows all of the products for your brand um, based on the URL that kind of your team is able to manipulate. Um, so essentially shifting from a manipulated URL, which is just, you know, a standard shelf page on Walmart um, to really a, a larger brand experience like we see on Amazon. Um, and I'm really expecting that to help conversions overall. Um, you're going to be able to really tell your brand story um, and, and really draw those customers in with creative and copy and some of those things that we know our brands are really, really great at. Absolutely. Yep, exactly. So we know that the digital shelf space currently, um, that brand store just provides so much more space to continue to raise brand awareness. But yeah. also when we're looking at things on the Amazon side, we see, depending on the brand, that you know, eight to 15% of total sales are driven from that brand store. So yeah. not sure how soon we're going to end up getting metrics like that on the Amazon side. Um, but on the Vendo side, on the Amazon side, we do refresh brand stores for all of our larger seasonal moments. And we do see a shift in that percentage of sales being driven from the brand store um, during those peak periods because we have refreshed, refreshed the store. So usually yeah. an increased percentage of sales during those periods. So we'll definitely align with that strategy. Again, Michelle said it best, the more control that Walmart is giving us around when we can update these and hopefully that there are no restrictions like on the Amazon side. So we can get very strategic with the specific um, pushes that we're doing throughout yeah. the year. Absolutely. Um, and I think a big point, too, is right now, you know, they're they're putting brands into the testing phase. And we've talked to some of our Walmart Connect reps about, you know, potentially being in that um, testing group as well. So I encourage you, if you have a strong relationship with your Walmart Connect rep, ask them about all these releases for this year. You know, right now they're putting brands into that testing group um, with the self-managed brand stores and with the sponsored videos, which we'll get to in a second. So use your resources, use those connections, and, and really tap into what Walmart is leveraging for this year and those growth opportunities. 
amazing. And Michelle, perfect transition here, two sponsored videos. I know that we have been uh, available for a couple tests here, but haven't fully, fully launched yet. Tell me what you've heard just around the ecosystem here about how these are performing um, thus far and really what some of the challenges have been as well. Yeah, um, so we don't have a ton of information from Walmart just yet. I will say the feedback we've gotten about the alpha testing hasn't been super positive. Um, I think it's just they had a really small test group and now this second group of testing is going to be available to a larger audience that will be able to interact with the ads. Um, so we do, as Delaney mentioned, have a couple of brands entering into that test here in the next couple of weeks. So we're really excited to see some of that data come across, see how these are going to convert for the Walmart shopper. But um, if you have the budget, I definitely recommend asking your Walmart Connect rep for those specs so that when this does get released potentially in later Q2, Q3, that you have those assets ready and you've got your targeting figured out um, so you can press go um, as soon as you can because I know we're getting ready, we're getting our suppliers ready. Um, so the competition will be there. And so make sure that you're just fully buttoned up um, and, and you have those assets ready to go. Yep, and I know a couple of facts that Walmart has shared just about video themselves um, and just generally about video are that 66% of consumers prefer watching a video compared to reading about a product. I'm sure yep. we could all relate to this, right? It also speaks to why our infographics, our A-plus content, our brand stores are so important because consumers yep. now are very visual and really read with their eyes. So you want to capture all of that information within five seconds. Um, yep. So that way they can make a decision and pass to purchase overall. And then 94% of marketers say that video has helped to increase their understanding of a product or service. So some of these categories that we play in, one, you can expand on the benefits of the product using the yeah. video. Two, if there's a how-to video that you can push, um, definitely look at your reviews, right? If your yes. reviews are negative, you can address a lot of those concerns in a quick 30-second video. Um, and a few best practices, of course, doesn't like make sure that your video is able to function without sound because I have seen, and Michelle correct me if I'm wrong, but that you'll have to click play on this video and initially it's not going to play with sound, um, but you may have to turn on the sound. Yeah. Um, is that what you've heard too? Yeah, I think, and I think too, it's also just making sure that, that you can speak to the visually and hearing impaired as well, like making sure that every shopper can understand your products and can learn about your products, um, regardless if there's um, sound or not. Um, so like you said, we know it's going to help conversion rates, making sure you're educating your consumer about what your products can do for them. And then also think about upsell, like why not throw a, a, a screenshot up there, or not a screenshot, but a photo in the last part of your video showing your whole portfolio right like maybe this is an ad for a specific product but show show them everything you have to offer right like use it as an upsell as well um so that would be my big tip too is, is make sure you leverage those assets as much as you can um and really really educate the consumer yep exactly and i'm sure karen um and our creative team are very excited by this because as Everyone on the call here knows that tuning in, we do a lot of video work in-house as well um, and really make sure that we've nailed down that optimization strategy on the Amazon side. I'm sure there's going to be a, a little bit of differences on the Walmart side, but for the most part, we're going to be able to replicate a lot of that strategy as far as best practices. And then also just with some of the CPCs, I know that Michelle has talked about this in the past, um, but obviously seeing some more efficient CPCs as well. 
Amazon recently, a few months ago, had released those Papa Search bid adjustments for video. So I'm sure that will come um, with Walmart <laughs> after in a couple of years after some of this testing has um, been done. But also just in terms of the video ads themselves, if we think of the algorithm as a whole, specifically thinking about um, Amazon, that increases the time that the consumer is spending on the page, which we know they're yeah. going to get more credit through the algorithm for and thus increase their ranking on those specific product lines because the algorithm is going to um, give them a bit of a boost from, for spending more time on that page. So we know that Walmart, um, a little bit influenced by both an algorithm and a merchant team. So obviously there's an outstanding factor there that we also need to consider in terms of overall visibility, which Michelle can do a whole other podcast on herself in terms of how that influences the ads. But overall, we're super excited to be able to really unlock this for a few of our brands earlier on while it is in the, the beta, dive in, see the results, and see how the payoff is there as well. Yeah, and one final thought I had on that, as you mentioned, merchant relationships, um, uh, the rumor is they're shifting away, right, from some of those pinning and boosting efforts. Now, that's a very, very early on rumor, but as we all know, as the marketplace gets more and more competitive, those tools are going to go away, right? Over time, we are expecting that. So you really have to make sure your sponsored search strategy is buttoned up your item pages look really, really well. So that we're not fully relying on the hand of a merchant to come in and really help our online presence, but that we are fully supporting our online ecosystem. Um, as we know, Walmart has really shifted into an omni strategy and not siloed strategy for .com and in stores. Absolutely. All right, Michelle, and then one of the more exciting updates as well, I feel like we've already rattled off like three to four updates, but <laughs> might as well keep them coming, right? Variant bidding. How did this yes. ever exist in the past? Well, <laughs> we don't know, but it's great that we finally have it. Um, so speak about that a little bit more, Michelle, what variant bidding is, and then as yeah. far as what we've seen in terms of our ad campaigns and the positive impact that it's had thus far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so previously, you could only target the base or parent item of your variant group. Um, so that really impacted how you thought about your variants in general. You wanted to make sure your base item, because that's the one item you could advertise, was your best selling SKU, had the best content, all of these things, right? So it not only impacted your ad campaigns, but it impacted your strategy of your listings in general. So now that we've seen Walmart shift, we've seen our suppliers shift their thinking as well on how they're grouping variants, right? You might not have your parent SKU as your top seller anymore. Maybe you're focusing more on a lower level item that you really want to push some sales through. So it, it truly depends on your strategy as a whole. But I will say we have seen variant targeting work. Um, now it does come down to do you have the budget to support advertising more SKUs, right? If not, you probably need to stick with your top seller and your main priorities, your items that are in store, um, really dependent on your strategy as a whole. Um, but do you want to take up more shelf space, right? Like that's, that's the end game here is, do you want to own all four of those top of search placements for sponsored products, right? Do you want your sponsored brand right above it to have all four of those items too? So it's really kind of opened it up for the suppliers that have the budget to support additional SKUs. Um, and it's really opened up more of our thinking about how we variant group items at the PDP level as well. Right, and Michelle, great call out in that hopefully they're moving a bit more away from pinning and boosting. Um, yeah. So overall, the 
rationale might shift away from the real estate conversation and more towards variations being a larger play yep. um, on walmart.com as well. So we'll see yep. more to come on that. But yes, in terms of the conversion rate, um, variations as a whole, we do believe we see those increased conversions come into play with um, the variations. But as Michelle said, you have to be very strategic in which um, the way in which you're creating them. Yep. Perfect. And then I do want to talk about subscribe and save because that's yeah. a huge update that Walmart has um, rolled out. And currently what we've heard is that it is only available to about 1% of Walmart plus customers. So for the yeah. most part, not a lot of people have access to subscribe and save currently. You'll see though, when you log into your Walmart plus account, if you do have one, that for some of um, the brands available with subscribe and save that the tags are rolling out. So it will say subscribe to save in a little green badge there, which is great to see. Um, but overall, this is supposed to be something that gets rolled out across all um, consumers or all sellers on walmart.com in Q1. Again, we're in Q1 now. So hopefully <laughs> that comes within the next few months now. That's the goal. Um, but from a subscribe and save, um, if we have a ton of brands in the health and household space, in the grocery space, subscribe and save, our goal at Vendo is for subscribe and save to drive about 20 to 25% of your total sales. That's a ton of money that's now sitting on the table for all of these Walmart sellers for them to capitalize on. And then again, when we're looking at these new to brand and these repeat customers and really bucketing them into two separate groups, figuring out how we can funnel those subscribe and save customers in as, and funnel them into the subscribe and save funnel so that they become repeat yeah. customers and improving our lifetime value. That's the whole goal, especially for some of these grocery brands, um, yeah. beauty brands, health and households that struggle with profitability on some of these platforms. So yeah. subscribe and save is going to be a great implementation um, for a ton of brands and sellers and also consumers. Um, because I know that I have so many subscriptions on Amazon. Michelle, I'm sure your dog is floating around in the background there. You probably <laughs> subscribe to some dog food. Um, yeah, so I do. Food, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm excited too because I know um, this is just such an untapped space for our brands on Walmart. And I will say we we have some people that have been in that test group that have seen it show up on site. It looks great. It's a super clean experience. Um, they are seeing it roll out too in pet, like you mentioned, um, for like flea and tick meds and some of those other products that we know customers are buying on a regular basis. Um, we've also had a couple brands in the marketplace space that have uh, that were included in the previous test for subscribe and save, and they've got some good metrics um, attributed to that, and it's been able to help like shift kind of some of their marketing strategies and some of the other paid activations that they leverage. So I'm excited. I know we we don't have a lot of data on it yet, but excited to see some of that roll through and and how our team will be able to kind of strategically guide our brands, like you said of and leveraging our Amazon learnings because we know you guys have had that on Amazon for so long and how we translate that over to the Walmart space. Absolutely. And then I will give a little bit of a hint into what we've heard is it coming on the Amazon side for subscribe and save, but these are in beta. So I'll not talk about it too much. Um, but again, we have unlocked this for a few brands. So if you want to learn more, definitely reach out to us. The first one is subscribe and save coupon for Seller Central. And again, that's all I'm going to give. And then the second is subscribe and save re or specifically reorder and save coupons. So this is huge in capturing some of those last customers and bringing them back to your brand. But again, um, we are testing it internally. It's currently in beta. 
We'll let you know more as it develops, but we're very excited by these two additional functionalities. One, reorder and save coupons. Second, subscribe and save coupons. And we'll update you in a few months as it actually starts to roll out on um, Amazon. But great to see that Walmart is getting started with yep. subscribe and save and can't wait to see what it develops um, into as well. Yeah, and I'm super excited, too, because we know just the grocery space in Walmart in general is, is just such a large, large, large piece of their total business. So it'll be really exciting to see the impact of that versus, you know, kind of the grocery space on Amazon. So super excited. But I love that very, very minimal teaser you're giving the crowd. Not much at all. Just a one little sentence blurb. <laughs> just a teaser, Michelle. You know, we love the teasers. All right. And let's just close it out here, Michelle. Display, self-serve. Marketplace. Yeah. What is that? So, and what is the good thing? <laughs> so we um, we heard um, from a marketplace contact um, yesterday that display self serve is expected to come for marketplace sellers in Q3. That's really all we know right now. Um, for those of you who don't know, display self serve is something you can leverage as a one piece supplier right now with Walmart. Um, so excited to see that released to our marketplace sellers. It's really going to open up the competition and allow these sellers to tap into more of these um, more display ad placements online that they previously haven't been able to for their marketplace items. So just more exciting updates. I know we get more and more almost by the week now that we hear from Walmart. So excited to see what we can do for our marketplace sellers um, that aren't necessarily 1P owned just yet. Absolutely. And then Michelle. Hit us with one large Walmart um, need to know for the week while we close it out. Although I know you've already dropped like 10 of them. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to shift away from an advertising call out um, and make a call out about reviews. Um, please, please, please build in a review plan when you're launching new products on Walmart. We see this time and time again that suppliers haven't built in a budget to supplement. Um, really working with Bizarre Voice and working with some of these other companies that um, and leveraging reviews, we know it helps conversion, you know, alongside making sure your contents are fully optimized. Um, please make sure you're looking at your reviews. We've seen 20 to 30% conversion lifts when we go from zero reviews, you know, to 10 reviews to 20 reviews um, and having really, really strong ratings, right? Above that four, four to, um, star mark. So I highly recommend building a review plan into your strategy. Um, because we all know customers are reading them and they're really leveraging them to make decisions on Walmart and on Amazon. Absolutely. And on the review piece, as Michelle said, you have the benefit. If, if you were an Amazon seller first, you know you can't syndicate from D2C. You on Walmart.com can syndicate from your D2C website. They make it so easy through a lot of these review programs. Go and do it now so that your ads are more efficient, but that yes. your conversion rate on the organic side also improves. So, Michelle, we did it. A little less awesome. than 30 minutes here. Um, Thank you for having me. Of yeah. course. So, uh, <laughs> if, if everyone knows, or now you will know, that Michelle is known as the queen of Walmart advertising <laughs> on our side. And I think it's a very safe bet to say that she absolutely um, lived up to that name today. So, Michelle, we'll have you back soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Delaney.